graphic nature of this program. Discretion is advised. Hello, everybody, and welcome to A Safe Space Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Francis Hall. I am Lucas T. Morag. And I'm Calvin Williams. There really is a Carol Katz that's crazy about cats. <laughs> can, can, I say really? one, can I say something about my last name? Yes. Um, the government refuses to believe that my last name is Ferreira, which it, it is. Um, and they use my maiden name, but like I don't know how they're going to bill my insurance because it's not my real name. And they, they're like they just refuse to use um, Ferreira. They always they're always like, no, your last name is Stadelman. And I'm like, did my mother put you up to this? <laughs> <laughs> They'll figure out how to get their money. So, uh, so they Lucas was uh, the reason he wasn't here last week was because on Friday. He was involuntarily put into a psych ward, uh, Kings County psych ward, and it's Ooh. in a really bad neighborhood. Uh, I When I went there the first time, I wore my shitty shoes, because when you're in a shitty neighborhood, they'll take your nice shoes. They will fucking take your good shoes. And here are some things where you can tell. <laughs> I, I can't say that they, they've done that in, in quite some time. The neighborhood's a little different now. I live not far from there, actually. From the Kings County Hospital? Mm-hmm. It's getting it's getting better. Well, I'm going to rip on your neighborhood a little bit. <laughs> you know you're in a shitty neighborhood when the supermarket is a key food with a uniformed security guard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know you're in a shitty neighborhood <laughs> when you're passing by a do-it-yourself brownstone church. <laughs> and you know you're in a shitty neighborhood when there's a mural of a person with a teardrop tattoo. Yep. All of those things. Yeah. <laughs> there, okay. There's your sign. <laughs> yep. Okay, so uh, Lucas, I'm going to turn it over to you. Uh, start wherever you want, and I have some questions and notes uh, of my own if, if need be. Um, well, one thing I really need to talk about is um, the that they – that basically they are allowing people's pets to die, that I had to scream bloody murder to be able to have my partner come and to have Francis come and um, get keys to my apartment so that um, my cat wouldn't die. They, they, I had to, I had to cause a scene and um, I had to cause a scene. This is something that occurred to me. So they told me that they had a right to keep them for uh, 15 days. But they have a right to keep you longer. I don't know why they say 15 days because there were people there over a month. Right. I think they they have to take you to court after you you take them to court after 15 days or something. Correct. Okay. Uh, And and it and what about the people that that don't have someone to take care of their pets? But what about like the people who aren't able to even advocate the way I was able to advocate for myself they 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 did not care that my pet was going to die. They did not care that my pet was going to die. There are people with mental illnesses and their only friends are their pets. And so they get involuntarily put in this place and then they come home and their friends are dead. They didn't even want me to call you to for the keys. And they didn't want me to call you for the glasses. And the day of, I, ha- I had contacts in for six days, basically. And the day, or f- what, four days or something. The day the day he comes, he's, he's set up to come. We had set this up appointment up days before. 
they say he's not on the list. Da, 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 da. And I was like, my eyes are going to rot out of their head. And I caught, and then they, and then they said to Francis that I, um, that scenes like that are going to make me have to stay longer. Scenes like making sure I, I have, can see, I, I'm like legally blind. I cannot see. If I had taken those contacts out, I could, could not see, like, I could not walk to the bathroom. Yeah, not on the list. This is not fucking Studios 54 circa 1977. This is a person who needs to get their glasses. If you keep your contacts in too long, that could cause permanent eye damage. And if you take them out and you can't see, that's absolutely... Not on the list. Not on the list. Not on the... I flipped, and I would flip again. I started pounding on Dr. Flesher's door. I was like... He was in there with a patient. I didn't care. I was like, fuck this. I was like... And then um, that one nice lady, she she um, she just kind of like handled it herself. But they, the 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 other ones weren't going to help. And like she was in the bathroom when you first came, and I was afraid that like if she didn't come back, I wasn't going to be able to see you. I uh, I worked with people many years uh, with uh, uh, mental disabilities, people who are who had challenges, and. Um, one of the, one of the biggest problems in the field, not so much when I was there, but in the days of the institutionalizations, uh, places like Willowbrook, um, one of the biggest problems was a lack of things to do, a lack of programming, a lack of activities. We weren't, we didn't have any pens, paper, um, crayons. We didn't have anything to write with, anything to read, any TVs, the, 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 most the like most people were there were criminally insane so you shouldn't really like be making friends like um it's like there was like i was literally the the, the wall like the windows are just facing brick wall so i was literally like walking in circles it's a, a small hallway that's it there is no clocks like what the hell did they expect you to do like yeah it was like, because I've been in a lot of psych wards. Um, Francis thinks I should write a book about like a tour of the psych wards. Uh, yeah, you should write psych ward travel guide. <laughs> the, psych, the psych ward travel guide. <laughs> because, because at one point they were actually letting me pick because um, I, I'm going to say it on the air because you know what? I have, I have reported it to as many people as I can and nobody has seemed to help me. I was sexually assaulted by a nurse at Woodhall. And I did tell the police that, and they did believe me. Um, the, the, this set of police were better than some of the other police I've had in the past. Doesn't mean they did well, but they did much better than the others. They at least let me leave some food for my cat. They at least let me um, lock my doors um, because the times my doors have not been locked. Um, my house has been broken into, and then my do- doors have been doors and windows have been left open, and something could have gotten in and attacked my cat. Some my cat could have ran away. Like it's like um, I think the cops were paid off to to not like buy, buy the people who were who were breaking in to to not lock my doors and were get like being paid off by the person calling this, the um, safety checks for a long time. And even the cops who I talked to said that that sounds about right. We were able to get you out in less than 15 days. Obviously, you're here. We got you out. I was the last one in and the first one out, though. It doesn't mean that people get out in a week. People do not get out in a week. We're going to talk about how we managed to do that. Yeah, Uh, people do not get out in a week. 
they, you know, there's a building across the street where they institutionalize people for the rest of their lives. I believe that. What it takes is it takes outside help and it takes, and it takes a person like Lucas who, who you spearheaded your own early release. You really did. You, you got, you, you, you told me who to get in touch with and you at some, at one point told me what to say to a social worker. Um, and I, I will, I will give myself a pat on the back. This, these are, this, this is the kind of thing that can test a relationship. I passed with flying colors. I had a feeling that, that, uh, that Lucas was starting to have doubts about me. And if one good thing came out of this, it's that, Honestly, that was the only reason I was having doubts was because during the pandemic, you weren't able to fill in in that role. And I, I didn't know if you were willing to or if it was just the pandemic. And because of the way that the relationship I have with the police, I need somebody who's going to be my advocate. It's not that I had anything that I it wasn't like we were getting the seven year itch or anything like that. It's that I really needed to know that like I like I really needed to know that like you weren't just joking around with Officer Lopez and you were, were really going to put the like, you know, like that you were really going to put your foot down. You know, and I didn't know that, but but you proved it to me. You you proved it to me perfectly, and you saved my cat. Um, you know, you they they were not nice to him even when he came to get the keys. They they took they, they took a long time to get them for him. Like I after he arrived at the building, they maybe took twenty minutes to get them for you, right? A little more than that, yes. Uh, and and. After they I knew got you the were keys, coming. They knew you were coming. And and I I said, is it okay if I take care of Cloud tomorrow? This took a lot longer than I than I thought it would. Uh, first, you said yes. Tomorrow will be fine. And then you said, uh, I'm so sorry about this. And I said, none of this is your fault. You did nothing wrong. And then I think when you heard the compassion, my voice, that kind of allowed you to let go. And he started crying. He started crying, and said, he said. Why are they keeping me in this place? And it just doubled my reserve to do everything I could to get you out, uh, to talk to your doctor, to ha- make sure that uh, that your team, your psychiatrist, your nutritionist, your team knew where my you outside are. Team. That my, you my outside your team. Your outside team knew where you were, knew that it's not a good place, and knew that you had to get out quickly. Um, and... Uh, uh, it, it, you know, friends, if you have somebody and they get, they get involuntarily locked up and you don't believe that they belong there. When I visited you on, on, on Wednesday, you were fine. I was fine in the ambulance when I called him to tell him I wasn't going to be able to be on the radio show. Yes. But even the, even the, even the EMT said, well, your blood pressure isn't high at all. Like he was like, you're like, you're, you're completely calm. He said that to me. He said, you're completely calm. Like your, your, your vitals are showing that you're completely calm. So just because, <laughs> uh, and, and so you were, you were evaluated a second time. You were evaluated when you came in and then you were evaluated a second time. And the second time they said, yeah, you needed to, you, we can't let you go yet. Yeah. Uh, because I was sleeping. They, their excuse was that I was sleeping. 
Um, I I was trying to like lay low, so I fell asleep and just like napped and did that because I was trying to lay low. It was an incredibly dangerous like um, emergency psych emergency room. There's a, a lot of criminals there, and I thought if I just fell asleep, you know, I'm less likely to be fucked with. You know what I mean? Then if I'm up talking to people, like it's better to just be asleep. So then they said I slept a lot, and that shows that I needed to be checked in because I slept a lot. So a lot of people are tempted to say, well, you know, a professional, a doctor um, decided you need to be there. So I'm not going to do anything to help get you out. Because A lot of other doctors, my my other doctors (laughs) did not feel I needed to be there. And they had evaluated me all week, including all day that day. Um, My 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 I go to a a program at the Goodwill, a, um, a pros program, and I had been evaluated all day and they felt I did not need to be there. And they actually told me today, babe, I don't have to pick up that medication because they said I don't have to take that medication from that hospital. They said I do not have to listen to the advice of that hospital. Good. So I'm not taking that fucking medication. Good. Good. Fuck Good. them. I am going off the one that they took me off of, though, because it's just like they, they, they like th- this has been on record with the government now and with the police twice that this affects her. Like th- they associate the effects her with me being manic. And so even though I wasn't manic there, they associate the effects her with me being manic. So I'm just not going to take, it. you know, I'm, I'm looking at it this way. A hospital is also a business. And you have good insurance. Well, yeah, because unfortunately mm. right now I still have my husband's insurance and he was supposed to get me off of it because I don't want to be on his insurance anymore. I'm trying to just be on Medicaid, but I have my husband's hospital insurance. Like he works at a hospital. And so I have a really good insurance. And they, and, and at a place like Kings County where like they have all low income like um, people that it's like pretty much mostly homeless people are there. They're not going to have any, any like private insurance like that. So they, they would have kept me there. If you, if you didn't fight, they would have kept me there. And also my team was fighting to get me a transfer. So they, they knew, they knew that like, um, if they didn't discharge me, they weren't going to get the money anyway. Right. Yeah. It was at a minimum, we were going to get you transferred to like an NYU facility, uh, a place that, 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 a New York press with those iPads. Psych ward travel guide. New York Presbyterian gives you iPads. Yeah, but Woodhull the, gives you. But New York Presbyterian is transphobic, so the, there's a lot of like ups and downs. Like you, you got to decide. Like, do you want do you want the iPad or do you want the? <laughs> <laughs> and they also like I think they listen to what you watch on the iPad because I had watched this like true crime about like not and it told you like not to sign pieces of paper without um without that that don't say anything and like empty pieces of paper and um then they made me do that to leave like they, the, the nurse let me leave on the weekend early like you're not supposed to discharge on the weekend like she let she, she was so annoyed at me that the nurse let me leave but she made me sign these paper this all these empty pieces of paper with my name and I was like I don't think I should do this and I think she had like probably heard what I, I had been listening to and so she knew that I like knew that I shouldn't be signing this paperwork but I was just like I want to go so bad and then they ended up they told me um you're going to have to, like, we can't get you, like, 
we can't get you to the train station though or something we can't we can't like help you get to the train station and then my phone wasn't charged and i said okay well i'll just sit here and i'll just call david right now and i'll sit here and wait until he picks me up then if like you're not gonna charge my phone and i can't like how am i supposed to get there and when they heard i was gonna sit there and wait at their hospital they they gave they sent me in an uber and gave me 15 dollars <laughs> <laughs> They were like, you're not going to sit here on the grounds. They, they thought I was just going to go and like wander around, run off. And I was like, no, I'll just sit here and wait. <laughs> like like getting rid of a bad date. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they sent me an Uber and gave me $15. I think I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, never mind, never mind. We're not going to fuck with you. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm really concerned for the pets that die. I'm really concerned for the pets that die. And I would like to... Um, we're going to get in touch co- with PETA. Yeah, we're going to get in touch with PETA and, Good. and, and talk to them about how, like, we're gonna what happened. We're going to see if this is a problem that, that they or another organization addresses. Right. If it is, then we're going to get that information to you once we have it, to our listeners. And, and if it isn't... Let you know how you can help. Then, uh, then we might be looking into uh, starting uh, our own charitable organization that that connects people who love animals uh, with people who are in a are. I hate it when I hate in, it when we when you realize there's these injustices that happen because then you have to do something about it and it's a lot of work. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I now, like, do feel personally responsible to, like, make sure people's pets don't die, like, while they're in the psych ward. But it's it's going to be a lot of work. We're going to have to, like, start a nonprofit. You know, this place is such a, it's such a, <laughs> it's such a racket, you know, it's such a, such a racket when they're trying to get your insurance money. When I was there, I was on my best behavior because <laughs> I wanted to make sure they didn't fucking keep me there. Oh, this guy looks like he has good insurance. That's, that's also Let's why you wait for him to the nice fuck shoes. up. <laughs> <laughs> right, because they take your shoes away. They took his clothes away. They took my shoes away and gave me a pair of shoes that had a broken sole. But my shoes have no zippers and they, they no, they, laces. no laces. And they gave me a pair of shoes that need laces and just took away the laces. Why wouldn't you give me the shoes that don't have laces? They were like, well, we can't really check to see if there's anything. They're a pair of Vans. They're like, we can't really check to see if um, there's anything, um, the, you know, that you might have something hiding in them. What What are you talking about in a pair of Vans? Uh, w- where would I hide it? You just need to check it. And then they, they, they sent me out of the hospital still wearing those clothes. That they, whack fucking clothes. Th- these whack clothes. And he, he was pissed. He took one look at me and I could tell he didn't want to say it in front of the woman, but he was so pissed. He was He was so pissed at the way they had me dressed. He was so pissed. And they were too big. So like they're falling off and like, so then you're like pulling up your pants to make sure that nobody sees your ass because you're in a criminally insane facility and you don't want the like fucking criminals to see your ass. Especially your ass. I know. I I did. I did. (laughs) I might've been going a little insane though, because I was trying to explain to the cops that I had a stalker and then somebody had like, um, broken into my house and um somebody had injured me and um like um given me a concussion and i he was trying to say like who do you think this might be and i said well i some people think i have the best ass in new york city 
to to the police. So I might have been I might have been a little bit insane. My friend had to remind me of that today. Calvin, we're going to pivot over to you for a little bit because uh, right. it's been a crazy week for all of us in New York. Uh, the remnants of Hurricane Ida hit us hard on Wednesday. Yeah. How did that go for you? Um, I was per- perfectly fine. Uh, uh, my shooty part of Brooklyn is uh, is one of the higher eleva- uh, higher elevated spots in Brooklyn, and also <laughs> I live on a I live on a hill, so um, all the water just uh, just uh, drained downwards for me. So I was so. I live in a basement apartment. My toilet erupted like a volcano. (laughs) My new friend I just met, he had he had flooding in his whole his basement apartment. He had like two inches in the whole entire apartment. Yeah, yeah, we had um, the the toilet was literally looked like a volcano, and it was loud the noise that it was making, and the and the bathtub water starts coming up the bathtub and, and years of old rust coming up through the through the bathtub and you don't have a drain like in your apartment like he had a he has a drain in his basement apartment you don't have a drain in your apartment anywhere do you in the apartment yeah no no so no. That you wouldn't have been able to get the water out and then and then there was water lots of water coming in from outside where the courtyard is and it was going into the hallway right outside my apartment mm. and fortunately it's an older building and it has settled in a way where the water went towards the storage units, storage rooms, instead of into our apartment. Okay. So that water, it was getting close, but it never came in from there. And the water that was shooting out of the toilet, uh, I was able to keep up with, with a mop. So okay. it was, I don't know, about 30, maybe about a half hour, 40 minutes of constantly mopping and uh, and telling telling my mom... I got this under control when it's like, I have no fucking idea if I have this fucking thing under control. God put a lot of extra labor on you this week. I, I had to work a little extra hard this week. You had like you, you had to take care of my cat. You had to mop the go, floor. You had to get me glasses. Yeah, I had to, I had to go to, to Kings County Hospital twice. twice. I had, had to take care of your cat. I had to take care of a fucking volcanic toilet. <laughs> it was a lot. But we're going to have a party tonight to celebrate well, you so getting Well, so I was and, saying nice. God struck me down or something doing this to me. But then but then, um, my first night out of the psych ward, I got an orgy. Just got It was just granted to me. I, I, didn't, I don't want to say I was the instigator. I might have been. But um, it just sort of happened. And so I think um, God made it, made it up to me if there is a God. <laughs> Sorry, I ranked on your neighborhood. <laughs> It's not a great neighborhood. Let's, let's be real. All right. Hey, you had a song you wanted to play. I think oh, yeah. A good time to do it. Sale by AWOL Nation. Do, do you, I don't have my phone. Do, do we it. have that uh, available? Uh, I will have to uh, bring it up on this computer here. Okay. All right. It, um, I was... I, I it doesn't help. I hope my neighbors did not tell the police that I was singing this song um, when they were playing the bass nonstop tuning it for three days straight. I started singing. Um, maybe I should just kill myself to the, to the lyrics to the song. <laughs> I hope that that might maybe cause me to get t- put away. <laughs> if you could choose from any psych ward that you've been to, which would you say is the best? So this this is guide a guide for people who who 
feel that they this is not for involuntary this is for if you really feel you need to be checked into a psych ward in new york city i'm gonna have to say nyu and nyu is um a, a good facility and um you can get out when you want to get out like you um like after I tried to kill myself, they let me out in three days. They were like, a lot of people try to kill themselves at NYU. <laughs> it's not funny. I'm sorry. It's gal's humor. Gal's humor. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Yeah, singing this song did not help.
so I think, you know, that song for me really um, expresses mental illness because it, um, especially that line, this is how an angel cries because, you know, I really think that most of these people who are institutionalized are, yes, there are the criminally insane in there and there are people that need to be there so that they don't, you know, like shoot up society. But like there are, uh, most of the people in there are angels, you know, like, and it's like, they're just, they're like, it's, it's really like, it's sad. It's sad to see them cry. I was telling uh, Lucas, I was like, they have, they've locked up a, a Basquiat. Um. Yeah. I mean, didn't didn't they used to lock up Basquiat too? And you know, I was just they locked up another Basquiat. Did you, did you know they they like um, they um. I was just sitting there making art when they like I was making art when they when they came to do this to me. I was not like causing disruption. We got to do uh, a a little. I actually called here. them for help. So just just so you know, do not call the cops for help ever. They will not help you. No, if you're not wealthy, don't call the cops for help. They will not help you. Mm. Uh, I'm going to read this again in a terrible Irish accent. <laughs> Radio Free Brooklyn is sponsored in part by Peter Valley, Peter's Valley School of Craft. Peter's what? Valley presents the Fall Craft Fair at the Sussex County, New Jersey Fairgrounds on September 25th and 26th. And I'm just going to say this as myself, a good time to get there, two farty sex in the afternoon. Two farty sex. Two farty, not two farty five, two farty sex. Visitors can browse and buy handcrafted pieces from over 100 exhibiting artists. Tickets help support the Peters Valley School of Craft, fostering creative thinking through fine craft education programs and events. Tickets and more information at petersvalley.org. I hope we still get paid after that accent. <laughs> I didn't really do them any favors, did I? <laughs> no. no, not really. <laughs> and you have that uh, uh, memorized, the 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 uh, give us money stuff. I also want to say that Radio Free Brooklyn is sponsored in, in part by My Choice Pharmacy, offering little or no cost medical braces. More information is available at 844-598-6639. How do you get Radio Free Brooklyn swag? Get get, get up there. How do you get Radio Free Brooklyn swag? Well, uh, I'll, I'll uh, lay that out for you right now. Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. As such, we rely on the contributions of our hosts, our volunteers, and you, the listeners of this station. If you'd like to support Radio Free Brooklyn, there are a few ways to do it. You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate, and you can make a one-time donation or a monthly pledge. You can support us by ordering for ordering some very, very awesome Radio Free Brooklyn swag by going to store.RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. We got t-shirts, baseball caps, beanie hats. Tote bags, a onesie for your baby, because RFB is for the children. Oh my God, Franklin needs that. And so much more, yes. My baby nephew. Yes, actually actually bought a, a RFB onesie for uh, for a friend who recently had a baby. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy one for, for Laura. Do it, do it. Calvin, you do that so well. Ah, thank you. Let's see, what else we got here? 
uh, store. Amazon. Yep. Uh, before I do that, uh, you can also text RFB123 to 44321 and you can text your donation to us. Text money to us. Can't get any easier than that. And you can also support Ready Free Brooklyn by going to smile.amazon.com. That's Amazon Smile, Amazon Charity Initiative, where you can shop and support a nonprofit of your choice at the same time. Make sure you select Ready Free Brooklyn as the nonprofit that you wish to support and start shopping. Bang. <laughs> I like that. If you're going to support the enemy, support uh, support a good cause while supporting the enemy. <laughs> Francis, do you feel better about the fact that I'm not going to take my meds now that my doctors, now that my New York, now that my therapist outside of the hospital said I didn't I was questioning whether you should. I mean, I, I, I always suggest you take your meds. But when I, when I was thinking about it, like I didn't mention it today. Yeah. And the reason I didn't mention it today, I was like. From these fucking people, they didn't. They didn't hmm. talk to me at all. How how did they know how to medicate me different than my doctor who, who who sees me every month, who actually also gets emails about me every day and my sex life? That's it's, that's true. My team emails about <laughs> my team emails about my sex life a, a lot. I'm glad. I'm glad nobody need nobody needs to email uh, gets emails about my sex life because they wouldn't get any emails. <laughs> <laughs> One time, my either my nutritionist or my some, one of them said, "Your team talks about your sex life a lot." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> Let's give them something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> my STD t- test came up clean. Nice. Good, good. Yeah, I went in for uh, for blood work on Friday. Um, just cause, you know, I do, I do that. I want to know what's going on. I haven't been, I didn't do any STD testing cause, uh, I haven't had reason to, I have not been the whore that I had planned to be this summer. <laughs> Summer's not over. I didn't you have, I had one encounter with a woman who's like married to her partner. Okay. So you felt like you really felt. And like I wore a condom. Yeah, you really felt like it wasn't going to like affect you. Yeah. But you know, I I used to when I, when I was a lesbian, I'd be like, "You test me." Because they'd be like they some doctors do not want to test lesbians, which is very wrong because you don't know that your partner is really not a lesbian. Or they're mm-hmm. really bisexual. That, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, you, they, they, I'm like, I'm like, just because I'm a lesbian doesn't mean my partners are lesbians. Like, it's I, it was I used to have a hard time getting um, STD testing like um, covered for me, and it, I think they've changed that wow. in the city. Um, but that was a true, true, true to life situation when I was a lesbian. You never know the person you're fucking who they're fucking. You and never, you never know. know. I was trying to explain that to the doctors. I was like, okay, listen, they could, anybody could be fucking anybody. You know, I don't I mean, trust. I don't trust these people for shit. Not even you, Francis. I believe. That, <laughs> I believe that that uh, listen, protect yourself. That we, Lucas and I, tell each other everything about who we've had sex with. Yeah, um, but maybe we're not. It's possible, you know. Also, That's like also condoms possible. break, and you don't even notice sometimes. 
or the guy doesn't tell you. Like, I don't think some of the people I'm with would tell me if the condom broke. Mm. They'd be like, oh, I'm just not going to mention that. So here's something a little bit fucked up. I, I went to the doctor on Friday because I have not really been partying all that hard in a while. Because <laughs> I want to get a good report card. <laughs> yeah, but Peter said that was smart. Okay, I'm listening. I was like, I was like, this is why you haven't been partying, and 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 Peter was like, no, that's smart. Like that's smart. Like people, you you shouldn't go into the, you shouldn't go get your blood work done like after. A, but you know, you you also from in my case, I I fail I fail drug tests all the time. I fail I fail to I I take I take my tests on drugs, you know, and I just think they might as well get an accurate representation of my health. Yeah, that's why I said what I'm doing is a little fucked up. Cuz I'm cuz 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 everything always comes out great, you know. Every, yeah, the, yeah, because you always And then the doctor says just keep doing what you're doing, and I'm like you don't know. <laughs> I, I, you're not the only person who did that, though. Like this girl, she was like, she would like lose weight before she would go to the doctor. She would like do because like some doctors are very like um, weight prejudiced and stuff like that, which they really shouldn't be because you know everybody has a different um, natural like weight set point. Um, but um, she would just like do all these things, like lose weight and like get extra healthy and exercise a ton right before she went to the doctor. Yeah, I also have a doctor that that. Uh that doesn't smoke shame. Uh, he actually smokes occasionally himself. And uh, I don't know if this is true, but he said, he said, and this, I go to a doctor. Where can I get one of those? I go to a doctor that that's uh, pretty much exclusively for, for gay and bisexual men. And, and he's gay. Uh, uh, and he said, he said, you, you can get more fucking things happening to you from sucking cock than you can from smoking. <laughs> <laughs> that they I wish they would be so progressive at Cal and Lord. <laughs> I know Where they would say something like that. Yeah, they they smoke shame me at Cal and Lord, but I do have to say that they don't do work very hard at it. So I think they would be afraid to say something like that, especially in this era, you know, because it's a public to, clinic. It's yeah, a public clinic, and, and you don't want to say, you know, you can get more stuff from sucking cock uh, than than you can from smoking, even if it's true. I don't know if it's true or not. Because yours is a private but, doctor. It's yeah, a private doctor. Yeah. he can say whatever the fuck he wants. He can say whatever right. he wants, and and it's not going to be. Yeah, you this, know, the government can't uh, go around making statements like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> But they can tell you to use a glory hole. No, that was the funniest. I was the one who found that. I found that fine print. I was like, guys, guys, guys. And you would have did not believe me. And I was like, no, it's literally in Cuomo's memo. This asshole. Phil, Phil, Phil. Yes, yes. Please explain this to me. Oh, I, um, I want to know. It, 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 like, Cuomo sent out this memo early in the pandemic about, like, ways in which we could, like, better, like, um, you know, like, have sexual activity instead of um, um, having sex with people, and one of them was like you could fuck through walls. It didn't say fuck. It said it said uh, 
if you must have casual sex, uh, if you must do this, Use one, walls. one way uh, that is safer is if you have a barrier such as a wall. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? No. <laughs> <laughs> New, York, New York State told us to use glory holes. That was Cuomo. They told us to use glory holes. That was Cuomo. Holes. That was Cuomo. You know, you know, we're we're gonna spend nine point five million dollars on Cuomo's defense lawyers. Still, Lord, really? Nope, it's true. I read it in the psych ward, but it was a it was a legit newspaper. Sheesh. Well, it was the Daily News. Sort of legit. <laughs> legit enough. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's negligible, but oh, what a fucking shit show Hochul got on her first week on the job. But we didn't even get the daily news every day to read. That was just one day somebody like happened to bring in the daily news and left it there. We were like all to fight over this one daily news, which I stole. I was like, I'm taking this. Nobody else knows how to read here. <laughs> but actually, there was it, it, like the the population was like a little bit out of it. Like you know, like I was definitely, um, I was definitely like one of the people who was put there for being hood and not put there for being insane. Like there were people put there for being insane, and there were people put there for being hood. And that, that's actually why they said they said I was a danger to other people. Did you want to discuss you the, too, the lack? You were, too, you were too ratchet for the public. I was too ratchet for the public. They said I, they said I was a danger to the public. They said I was a danger to the public. You know what? Respect. Respect. One thing I do have to say about this, though, and it's not fair, and it shows there. I was the only white person there, and it just shows that there. And it's a form of corporal punishment. These these facilities, and like they're. They're, I think they're just punishing black people. They're, they're, they're punishing poor black people. And they, they, there, were, there were literally zero other white people. They're, they're not willing to punish any other white person the way they're willing to punish me, which I get. I get. I, <laughs> <laughs> but I, but like, I just, but it's really unfair because they, they, these, like, some of these like, black people did not deserve to be there. No, I absolutely believe that. Especially, I'll, especially, you know, Especially given how you're telling me, like they like they easily just allow people to stay there beyond the 15 days. This like, is beyond the 15 days. Just, yeah, just, just people just sitting there for months, and I and I because had nobody heard used that. to advocate for them, right? For them. And I I had I had heard that like once before, but like like just to come, just having that confirmation is just really. And some of these people were yeah. like well-mannered like very kind like like some of the people who were there for like over a month well-mannered kind like sane not like some of them were really insane like yes of course there's always going to be some people who are really insane but like they're but like the people who were there over a month like well-mannered kind nothing wrong with them like probably just uh, like they had two strikes against them they're poor and they're black and had nobody to advocate for them you know, that's really what like that's really what it looked like to me. I'm going to share some of the things that I said to your doctor that were that uh, uh, that he said were actually helpful for you getting released prior to the 15 days. He said he, he said it was helpful. Yes. He actually said to yes. this to you. Yes. He actually said this, yes. this helps. Okay. Yes. But yeah. Please, please, please remember you need to advocate for your family and friends. If this ever happens or even just your neighbors, 
like advocate for the people you know if this happens to them. Okay, I mentioned that uh, that you co-host a show on Radio Free Brooklyn with me called A Safe Space Radio, and that this is uh, an example, and, and remember these words, strong ties to the community. Strong ties to the community. Yeah. And I used those exact words. I said, he has strong ties to the community, and on A Safe Space Radio, we often talk about mental health issues and how people... Uh, and resources for people to get, and I and I use the words meaningful work. He's engaged in meaningful work, has strong ties to the community. Did you bring up Yale? I might have, <laughs> uh, but I, I also said uh, I also said that if you continue to have trouble with your neighbors, you can stay with me. Uh, if- they took that as I'm staying with you. They they, 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 they they were like they were like he's staying with you he, you're staying you're staying with Francis you're gonna go live with Francis right away that's what they said and, and, I, and I just said yes I just like to we, a lot of times if if you if they ask you a pointed question answer it the way it seems like they want you to answer and then go off and have an orgy uh, <laughs> 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 you know I was like yes I will be staying at Francis's tonight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get, get him, get him where and whenever you can, man. <laughs> uh, I mentioned that uh, that you, when you do stay with me, you're helpful with my mom, and that you have a cat. And I said these are both examples of Lucas being responsible for another person's or another animal's life showing responsibility to another life so these were all important points strong ties to the community reasonable uh, meaningful work uh, responsible for another life and can stay in a place that is that is not the environment where they feel you are a, a danger to so uh, you know good on me um, but also uh, also Lucas, said uh and this was on the almost last day on thursday said please call my social worker and tell the social worker that you can no longer take care of the cat <laughs> it works do it dude lie lie also if they <laughs> ask, if they ask you if you're hearing any voices listen here 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 on a safe space we do agree that there's nothing wrong with you if you hear voices and that you do not need to be hospitalized. And we are a strong advocates for the Hearing Voices Network, which we, we've discussed in other episodes and we will bring up, you know, again, maybe next week. But um, you should lie in, in a hospital setting. If, if you're hearing, if, if they ask you, are you hearing any voices? Say, just keep saying no, 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 nope, nope. Yeah, nope. yeah, sometimes you have to lie. And and absolutely, I would have taken care of that cat. No, no question in my mind. Yeah, you were going to kill the cat? Like, please. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's why I went out to a neighborhood with a key food that has a uniformed security guard to pick up keys. Because I'm going to make sure. <laughs> make sure. That's, that's dedication right there. Let me tell you. It is. <laughs> Oh man, Ernie laughed so much when I told him that. Because <laughs> no, yeah. we've all seen it. Ernie, food with Ernie, uniform security Ernie, guard. Ernie like hates ghetto neighborhoods. <laughs> Ernie hates ghetto neighborhoods. Ernie like Ernie like though Ernie's black and, he, and he'll call out the N word not in the nice way, but in not in the like my 
you know, my friend way, mm-hmm. like, but in the like derogatory, der- right. like to them, it, out of the like window. I'm like, I, and then and then he wondered why our tires got slashed. Yeah, maybe don't do that, Ernie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hope Ernie's not listening. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Ernie, we love you. Thank you for your help. That is true, though. I, Ernie, er, you know, it's so so so. Somebody asked me. She's like older than me. She she could be my mom's age. She's like my mom's age. She she she's kind of modest too. She goes, "You must have a magical pussy." And then and then and then she and then I said, "I think it's more like." They just need to get rid of me. <laughs> That's why I have so many boyfriends. <laughs> like they they need a break from me. So they're like, go hang out with your other boyfriend. So on Wednesday, I got the uh, name. <laughs> on Wednesday, I got the, the, the names and phone numbers of the doctor in your case and the social worker for your case. On that Wednesday, there's some just a cargo. Yeah, that was that smart. I didn't even think uh, of that. Okay, yeah. All right. That was that, smart. That one was on That me. was you. That was you. That was you. I didn't even think about that. You were like, give me the numbers. You were like, just give them to me. And she was like, she knew them by heart. That was weird. What's that? She knew them by heart. That was weird. No, she had to look them up. Oh, she had to look them yeah, up. Yeah, she did look them up. What What was she in this? Uh... She's like a nurse's tech. A nurse's tech. Okay. Like she's not even like a... She was in the room during my visitation with, with Lucas, not for the whole time. She uh, let us have a rap dance party. We we, we got to we got to shake our booties to outcast for three hours. Hey. I love that bitch. I like so her. I am gonna say dance parties in psych ward are fun. You're not gonna have any dance parties at NYU. At NYU, they would really prefer that you made no noise at all. So if you're looking for a party in the psych ward, don't go to NYU. Okay, because I j- just recommended NYU. <laughs> Psych word travel guide. Too. There you go. <laughs> now I didn't have much of an. I didn't have more than maybe fifteen twenty minutes of an interaction with this woman, but she struck me as as someone. Oh, she was lovely. Caring. Uh, uh, she's my age too. She's very intelligent. She's very young. She's very uh, young. She's very organized. Very good. Very much knew her job, um, mm-hmm. and yeah. So so I. Uh, I also had, you know, said one of the reasons I'm here is that as an advocate. Are you someone who who I should speak to the strong points on Lucas's case? I advocated for, for, for her too. Out? Though some patients mm-hmm. started screaming at her, but she was like, "You're fat. You're fat. You're this." And I went at it. I went at the patient. I just oh, do not I, fat I, shame around Lucas. I, I took mm-hmm. one. I took one for the team. Like everybody, she was like fat shame. She was like, "I hate all these nurses. They're all fat. All these nurses. They're all fat. They're all fat." And I just. But then I ended up making friends with the woman who, who like, who, like, um, um, like she came down the next day and then, like, she, like, she, she went from like she was going to kill me. And then the nurses were like, I think the, the nurses said that I could take her. <laughs> so this is, they're like, it's basically like fight club in there and the nurses are betting on who's going to, who's going to win the, win the fucking fight. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they need to have some some kind of fun there. I mean, damn. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I got I got I they they bet on me. They they said I would win the fight. This is why I was put there though, because I'm a danger to society. <laughs> Earlier today, I said I I said that I told somebody who was trying to sexually assault me that it would be my legal right to kill him in my house. <laughs> And then I started throwing. And then I started throwing um, heavy objects at him. And then I beat him up in the street. 
And then the, the little, the Spanish mothers had me had watch. They brought their kids to the window to show. Like, this is, this is how you treat a man who's fucking with you. Yep. I, st- I still stand by doing that, and I would do it again. So the nurse's tech gave me the this phone is, numbers? I, sh- I, I, I should not. The, 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 I, hope, I hope the 83rd precinct isn't listening right now. I hope the 83rd precinct isn't listening right now, because this is the type of thing that they put me in for the first place. And uh, <laughs> she, she told me that it would be possible to get uh, Lucas out by the next day on Thursday. And uh, on that Wednesday, I called and I spoke with Dr. Flesher. He actually picked up the phone. And uh, I already told you many of the things that I said to him. And then on uh, on Thursday, when it looked like things weren't going that way, I, I called again. Uh, no, on Thursday, Dr. Flesher was not able to get into the office uh, because of the because the subways were all fucked up. From, Once they realized the I was leaving, they started right. calling Dr. Flesher a racist, <laughs> which he probably is. So, but like, like, so I didn't really feel bad. But <laughs> oh wait, I'm getting I'm getting this wrong. I'm getting this wrong. It was it was Tuesday that I that I that I visited you. No. You visited me. I got the keys on Sunday. You got the keys on Sunday. Yeah, Monday, and then I went Tuesday. to the cat on Monday, Monday and then Tuesday. I w- and then I visited you on Tuesday. Right. So Tuesday is the first time I called Doctor Flesher, and then Wednesday was the second time I called because uh, you told me they were going to that it was they, it was dragging out. You were going to be there for another week. You know the, the things were not going the right way. So I called Doctor Flesher again, and I said I have some questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he didn't call me back. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, like these other patients did not have an advocate like you, but um, but like it did look a lot like racism, like that, like the I that, was the, the, that the white person, the white person, sure, sure, must and, like, look that way, and, it, like, and it is that way, it is that way also because you like know, I hate because say, because yeah. like maybe those people did have people advocating for them, but like they didn't weren't taken as seriously as you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So 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 they would like look to me to help them when like they were getting called racist and I would be like twiddling my thumbs. I'd be like, do 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 do. Yeah, I mean it's 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 not it's not the same, you know, mental illness and and mental disability. I'm not saying that they're the same, but I am saying that my 12 years of experience in that field does give me an advantage in talking to doctors and social workers because I have dealt with so many doctors and social workers who who uh, I have not dealt with, worked with, mm. uh, who who make decisions uh, about about uh, their patients. Man, we only have four minutes left. This was a good show. Yeah, this was to be continued one. next week. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I have more to say. I didn't book a guest for next week. I have more to say. Uh, things that you want to express. I won't cancel anymore. Sorry, sorry for the cancellations for the weeks leading up to me um, going to the psych ward. That was because I was mad at Francis. <laughs> what did What did you do? What did I do? <laughs> I don't remember. I, I think you. I think I didn't like the way you handled Officer Lopez. Like I, you, you didn't like you didn't like handle it right the way I wanted you to. 
I was like, fuck you. Nobody's taking this seriously. Nobody's taking me seriously. Officer Lopez is the community affairs office officer in the 83rd precinct. And, uh, and, and I think he and I have developed a good relationship. A good relationship. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't think you were like telling him the right things. And I was like, you're not listening to me. You're not taking me seriously. And I had anguish. You know, I had I mental anguish. I didn't want to bring it up on the air, but now I am. Well, you, and and now has this week shown you? It showed me. It showed me that you you do take me seriously. Sometimes you just probably word things a little bit different, and that's probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if you're telling me, okay, tell Officer Lopez I'm gonna kill these fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if the 83rd precinct is listening to this right now, I did not tell. Anybody, I was gonna kill anyone ever. That and except for that one time, I told, <laughs> I told David I was gonna kill him. But you have to understand, it was David. <laughs> <laughs> they did let David and I smoke before I went into the hospital, though. After they after they pulled their guns on me, they they also didn't give you any kind of nicotine replacement for three days, four days, four days. Ooh. I could have died. Well, no, but. Well, it felt that way. But it would feel that way. It would absolutely <laughs> feel that way. Absolutely. And now I'm smoking cigarettes again. It didn't help. I love cigarettes. I'm never going to quit. Every time I go to a psych ward, it reinforces how I'm never going to quit cigarettes. <laughs> Well, I am so glad that we got you out. My, I am so my proud friend, of you. My I'm, friend almost snuck um, cigarettes. When they stopped letting me have cigarettes at Renfrew because they thought we had coronavirus, she almost came all the way to Philadelphia to sneak cigarettes into the woods and have me sneak out and, and grab the cigarettes from the woods. I was like, we're in quarantine. There's no way I can do this. <laughs> but that's a good friend who's going to come all the way to Philadelphia for you to to, to sneak cigarettes into the woods. That is a good friend. That is a very good friend. <laughs> and you are both great friends to me. And thank you so much, Calvin, for being here. Really Absolutely. appreciate it. Always. Yeah, I'm really happy here. to see you, Calvin. It was really nice to see a friendly face. Oh, not just this one. No, I'm just kidding. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to see this. I, I got to see this friendly face a lot this week, uh, comparatively to any other friendly face. So tune yeah. in next week to part two. Part two. Because we got a lot more to say on this. And also, remember, we would like to remind people that global warming does exist because of the flooding. And I yes. like to say, show yourself <laughs> some love and show some love to others. Whatever that means to you, whatever showing yourself some love means to you, do it. 